There's something that I do in pretty much every single sales call that I've ever conducted and it works really well. And I want to share it with you today because if you apply what I'm going to tell you, then you'll make more money. Sales calls will become easier, objections will be easier to handle and the process of appointment to actual client will feel a lot smoother for you. And it's only like a subtle thing. It only takes like 20 to 30 to 60 seconds to implement. Um, but when you implement it, your ability to close people will massively skyrocket. And it's not like a mindset trick or anything. Um, it's it's a specific sort of pattern. It's a, it's, a, like, it's a way of doing things. And there's one little thing and I'm going to share it with you and it's going to make you a lot more money. Um, so I've used this to grow two businesses. Um, if you're wondering why, why the hell you should listen to me about sales advice, I've conducted about, I think, 2,300 sales calls. And in my time, I've been able to scale a company to seven figures, a marketing agency and a coaching business to multi-seven figures. Um, and I kind of developed this thing. It just kind of came out of nowhere and I've been using it ever since. And I think it's one of the many sort of little ingredients to my some level of success, right? So my name's Charlie, by the way. Nice to meet you if you're, if you're new to the channel. Um, so basically what this is, is... Your sales calls will be split into three segments, right? You're going to have your questions and you're going to have your pitch and you're going to have your objections. But between between questions and pitch, this is this is where I sort of implement this and, and put it in. And it, it makes the pitch, it gives the pitch like way more efficacy, basically, and gives the pitch way more credence and it gives you more believability and authority in the prospect's mind. So you ask your questions, you finish that section of the call. Um, and then what you do is you explain who you help. But what you do is you explain who you help in a way that perfectly mirrors what the prospect has told you throughout the call. Now, there's a really cool cognitive bias in psychology called the reason respecting tendency. And it basically means that if you give someone a reason, then they're more likely to do what you're asking them. Or if you give someone a reason, they're more likely to believe what you're saying. So if I said to you, um, like, I don't know, like, let's just say I said, like, let's say you don't know my friend right and I say to you my friend's fat right you may or may not believe that but if I say to you my friend's fat because he eats too much all the time the initial statement has a way more like credence and believability because of the because right so the words like so and because um are really effective in helping you articulate your points and persuade people because the human brain likes to do things for a reason right throughout psychology we've evolved to do that so Here's the thing, right? So when you are finishing your questions, what you need to do is you need to get really excited. First of all, you need to you need to really feel the emotion and connect with the emotion of being able to actually help the person and potentially change their life and let that emotion do the talking. So you want to say something along the lines of, John, what I've got here is, is honestly going to change your life and I could not be happier and more excited to explain it to you. Um, in fact, if, if, I, if I talk too quickly because I'm so excited, just tell me to slow down, all right? But I can't wait to take you through this. Do you mind if I share my screen? You open up presentation or do you mind if I explain how it works? Then what you do is you say, the reason I'm so excited, John, is because you are quite literally exactly what we're looking for in a client. You are ideal for us, which makes me happy. The reason behind that, John, is because we're looking to work with, and then what you do is you basically explain them, right? You explain their entire situation. The framework I use for this is I explain, first of all, the transformation. I'll give you an example in a second. So I explain the transformation. Then I explain um, what they want. Then I explain the problem that they're facing and what that problem does to them and how it makes them feel. And then like, what happens if they solve the problem and some other good stuff. So how I do it as an example 
because obviously examples are better. So let's say I'm selling to gyms, right? I'm selling a coaching program to gyms is what I used to sell or an agency. Um, so I'd be like, okay, John, like I'm really excited, blah, blah, blah. You have the conviction. The reason I'm so excited is because it's such a good fit. It's awesome. So we're looking to work with gym owners, right? Obviously we work with gym owners, but a very specific type of gym owner and you fit this bill perfectly. The ideal client for us is someone who's got one location and they want to have multiple locations. So they want to go from one location to two or three. And the reason they want to do that is because they want more money and they want to improve their life and they want to help their family and basically have more freedom in their life. But the main reason is because they love changing people's lives and they love the like effect they can have on their communities and that's the thing that motivates them that's why you're such a good client for us now the reason they want to make that transformation like i said is because they want more money but it's the effect now the big problem they've got is acquiring members and building systems to basically operate the gym so they can duplicate the gym and so what we do is we help you build a duplicatable gym basically and we solve that problem and the problem of, of membership acquisition is is one that haunts these people all they want to do is improve their lives their families' lives and the lives of their community but they just can't because of membership acquisition and so we come in we swoop in we save the day and solve that problem with absolutely with absolute ease and when we do that the gym owners tend to be far happier and they can connect with their work a lot more and go back to doing what they actually want to do with the gym in the first place which is obviously change people's lives so that's why it's such a good fit now here and then once you've done that statement, you first of all, like nobody's ever listened to these days. So when you repeat the prospect situation back to them almost as well as they can repeat it to you or have told you, it shows that you've listened, right? And we're more likely to agree with people that listen to us, right? It's empathy. It's just a basic rule of sales. So I found that like when I start with my pitches with that sort of statement, it gives what I'm saying way more credence because the reason it's such a good fit is because they are who they are. Right. So I'm not saying it's a good fit because it's a good fit. I'm saying it's a good fit because you are in your very specific, unique situation and they know that that's true. So when I when I pit the reason for it working, being fundamentally like truthful in their mind, in terms of them being who they are, and that's that's obviously truthful. We all know our situation. Right. And when you say that their current situation is why it's a good fit, you leverage an ultimate truth that they can't really dispute. And so when you go to do that and you go on to pitch every word you say, is weighted in more believability because you've understood them. And dude, when you understand someone that well, they'll just assume you can solve their problem, right? Because it does take a lot of practice to be able to get to that point. But you know, it's worked really well for me. And I've done this on basically every sales call. And it's just like explaining someone back to themselves is that they'll be like, oh my God, yeah, that's, that's exactly me. Okay. And then you're like, well, that's exactly who we help. And the reason this is going to work for you so well is because I don't need to change you. You just need to change part of your business and I can do that for you really easily. So, yeah, I wanted to share this with you. It's a little strategy, a little, I don't know if you call it a hack, but it's a little method that I've been using to acquire more clients, close more deals and just make that sales process a little easier. And, um, you know, it just makes like everyone thinks that objection handling is the big issue in sales, but objections are really easy to handle when you're sat on like a mountain of of rapport and pain basically what i mean by that is like people always are like oh charlie how do i what if the prospect says they want to think about it what do i say or the prospect wants to talk to a business partner what do i do now it's important to have like unique little phrases and rebuttals but the problem with that is that like most of objection handling is done during your questioning your line of questioning your pitch and answering their questions. So before, way before they have objections, you have to ask them questions, pitch them and answer their questions. 
And if you ask the que- if you ask questions in a really effective way, and if you pitch in a really effective way, and if you answer their questions in a really effective way, they're still going to have objections, but the objections will be much weaker. So someone that says, Charlie, I want to think about it, and someone else that says, Charlie, I want to think about it, that the strength of their objection will depend on the efficacy of your process prior to the objection even being raised in the first place. Right. And so, like, if you want to make objection handling easier, you shouldn't necessarily look towards the rebuttal and the objection part of the call, though it is important to focus on that. But you'll find that the asymmetric leverage you get that makes objection handling much easier and that gives you way more sort of like ease in the process of actually changing someone's mind. You'll find that all comes from the first part of the call. Um before the objection even begins. So people like, I get this all the time, people are like, Charlie, what do you say to a prospect that says they want to think about it? I'm like, why? And then if the answer to that is like really strong and they've got loads of conviction in their objection, it's because you obviously haven't done a good enough job building the everything you need before. And the things you need is pain, you need a problem, you need a pain, obviously, you need desire, you need emotion, you need conviction. And if you have that sort of, concoction that cocktail of emotions stirring around in the prospect's mind they're still going to object right because objections are always going to exist regardless of how much confidence they have sometimes they won't but most of the time they will um but it just means their objections will be much easier to overcome so it's kind of like i'll leave you this in closing when you ask when you when you follow the process i've just given you when you say who we help and someone has an objection it's more like the objection is like a castle made out of sand Whereas if you don't do it, the objection is more likely to be made like it's a castle made out of like stone and you're going to, it's going to be easier to smash down a sandcastle than it will be a stone castle, right? It's just a random metaphor that might help you draw the point home. Um, but that's everything for this video. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, you can like, comment and subscribe and do all that stuff. Don't turn on the, like the notification bell for the love of God. You probably don't need any more distractions. So just I upload three times a week so you can just check back whenever. And um, yeah, I hope you enjoyed the video. So if you disagree or agree, you can comment. Uh, if you want to like it, you can. Um, if you are an agency owner, coach or consultant and you need help acquiring clients and that's a problem that you're facing, then you can click the first link in the description. Don't worry, there's no 997 course or webinar or case study funnel. It's just me talking about how we might be able to solve that problem for you. But check it out if you want. Anyway, have a great day. Talk to you later.